You want to make mom smile this Mother's Day? You can start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brands she loves delivered the very same day with DoorDash. Wow, that's a great idea. Moms are such a gift to us and we should treat them the same way with gifts, especially on Mother's Day. I didn't know DoorDash was doing that. That's exceptional. If your mom has a sweet tooth or if she's a tech enthusiast, beauty connoisseur, if she's outdoorsy, no matter what she's into, you can make her smile with a fruit or flower bouquet, makeup, tech gear, workout wear, and more, all deliverable through DoorDash. Get all your Mother's Day gifts all in one place and get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 or more on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with code THEO. That's T-H-E-O. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. The Ladders is the number one job search site for six-figure jobs. And their Apply For Me service takes all the work of applying for jobs out of your hands. Simply upload your resume and answer one set of questions one time, and the Ladders team will fill out all the forms for you. Start using Ladders' new Apply For Me service today. Never fill out a job form again. Just go to the Ladders. L-A-D-D-E-R-S dot com slash T-H-E-O. That's theladders.com slash T-H-E-O. Check it out, man. Oh, well, I'm alive. That's the first thing I noticed about myself this morning when I got up. I'm still alive. You know, it's... uh. It's not a guarantee. Some people die in their sleep. I wonder how if I would like that. Dying in my sleep. Uh, I almost, the thing about dying in your sleep, and people don't think about this. If you die in your sleep, you don't get any last words. You don't get that last uh serving of outspoken you don't get to say anything if you're stabbed or if you you know fall down some stairs or something you know if you're stabbed you can oh you know what why you stab me what what you stab me you know and then maybe some famous quote or something you get to do you know uh i could have been a contender give me liberty give me death you know uh, from the window to the wall, you know, to the sweat drops down my balls. I mean, you get to, at least if you are, if you're out and about, or if you're, if you're not asleep, if you're not dying in your sleep, you get that last moment. You know, even if you're falling down some stairs, you're like, well, Oh, dang, this is the last time I'm gonna be a five. What the fuck? Yeah, but at least you get to, you get a final say. Because otherwise, if you just die in your sleep, you just get that epithet. And an epithet is something people write it on your, uh, on that gravestone. That death marker, you know, that, uh, 
that funeral yard um, little placard or placard. I'm not sure. I think it is French origin. But then, they, then somebody else guesses. You know what they what you would have said. You know, or they give you a final little hoo ha on there. So, what do you think you'd do, Riley Mao? Would you die in your sleep, or would you? You want to go out in a living moment? I think I want to go out in a living moment. And what? What would you have a final word or something? Would you get a? You get one final jab in at the world, a verbal jab. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I would say, uh, you know, something. Alrighty, we'll come back to you, bud. We'll come back to you with that. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Gray Block Pizza, 1811 Pico Boulevard. On the way to the beach in Los Angeles. Gray Block, get that hitter, baby. Let's get into it. Come on, baby. This is Eddie Nine Volts, the come up. I'm on a come up. Yeah. Feels real good after I've been so blue. Mm-hmm. I'm on a come up. And that's that right there, baby. That'll get you. And if that don't get you, then you probably can't be got. If that don't get you, you probably can't be got. Because music has that infectious ability. You know, there's um, there's there's very few things that can just get you immediately. Out of nowhere and make you behave differently. A dog bite can do it. A bee. A bumble bee, baby. They can do it really heavily if they choose, if they want to, if they're feeling like it. A dog bite, a bee. What else? Um, lightning. Which is really just God's bumblebee, baby. And music. Those are the things that can really get you. Just take you from nothing to something. 
and an escalator. Those are about the five things that can really maybe shift what's going on with you. I went to the fights. That's what I did this past weekend. I went out there to Las Vegas. And, uh, man, it was sco- it was a scorcher. The plane couldn't even land because at first uh, the runway was 115 degree. And they said that the runway, if it's higher than 114 or something, they can't land. So that took an extra 40 minutes um, of delay time. And then you're sitting there and it's, uh, you know, it just, then you're having to kind of mingle and pee. There was two like just thoughts. I mean, I, I mean, just real girls that it looked like they'd just been the kind of girls that'll just they'll just look like they've been beaten up at even at Christmas and they just one of them was just so aggravating and just kept ordering drinks and the guy the guy in the uh, you know the server or the flight attendant sorry I don't mean server but the flight attendant, the airman, he said, we can't have drink. And the lady like ordered three times and just a nightmare. And I just wish that I was Italian enough to do that thing. Or when you're sitting behind somebody in an Italian movie, sometimes the person in the back seat will put a cord around the person in the front seat's neck and just lace them up like a shoe until they're not alive anymore and uh that's what i wanted to do i wanted to do that there was two girls one of them deserved to live i'm gonna say it i'll put it like that the other one we didn't need her we didn't need her did we need her nope we sure didn't. She said, I don't know. Jesus Christ. And who's emailing me now? Best Buy? Bunch of assholes. What do they think I'm going to do? Hey, Best Buy, let me say this to you, okay? Every night you want to email me around midnight, 1 a.m. First of all, your stores aren't even open at that time. Have you thought about that? Second of all, what do you think I'm going to do? You think I'm going to get out of bed with my stuffed animal or with a girl maybe. But you think I'm going to get out of bed to go look at one of your Xeroxers or look at one of your 71-inchers? It's 1 a.m. And you guys are beating me over the damn screen face with your... You know, we got toasters. We got mortal, you know, mortal warrior 60. You know, join the club, join the group. Don't you want this oven? Bitch, I'm asleep. I don't need an oven while I'm sleeping. All right, I'm trying to get some rest. I'm not trying to get a deal best buy. So, you best believe me when I tell you to limit a fuck alone in the emails. 
But um, anyway, yeah, so I got out to the fights and uh, and what was going on? I mean, there was, uh, first of all, it was a packed event. You know, I get over there um, and, well, did you watch the fights, Riley Mao? Did you watch the fights, brother? I did not. All righty. What'd you do over the weekend, bub? Uh, filmed the wedding. Oh, wow. And whose was it? Don't know. It was a Catholic wedding. Oh, okay. And now what's the time, like, what's the time commitment? You're going to go film a wedding. What kind of time commitment is that? Pretty much all day. Okay. And do you have a certain shot list you like to try to get? I do. Okay. And is there any kind of sneaky shots? Will you get something like, uh, is there any stuff you try to sneak in the back room or hide behind a window or something, get something? A little perverse. Not perverse, but you know what I'm saying? Something that's going to, you know, make them cover the baby's eyes. If if they're watching the video back, it's going to make them cover the child's eyes if they're in there watching it. I do not. Okay. So you guys are really more of a PG outfit over there. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And have you ever filmed a wedding where you didn't think that they should go through with it? Not that I could think of. Alrighty. Is it how's your own love life going, man? Last time we'd had you here here you had a real there was a a woman who'd let you down from Memphis, I remember. Yep. Kendra, I think was her name. What was it? I I don't even remember. It was I got her out of my mind. Wow. Yeah. Isn't it funny how it'll happen? How one day it's the most important thing to you and then it's, and then it's uh, old male. You know? Exactly. Um, what's up with the wedding bells on your own front? Is there any new relationships in your life? Uh, unfortunately not. Okay. Okay. Still bro. looking. You still looking, huh? Yeah. Are you on the apps? Are you just letting the... You just living right. You letting the Lord work. What's how how you managing it? Uh, I'm I'm just letting the Lord work. Amen, Bubby. Amen. Um. And what about are you? Do you? You know, I struggle over the years with a little bit of pornography. Do you struggle with it, or you're good? I don't. I'm good. God, you're lucky, dear God, motherfucker. Um. All right. Well. I'll tell you about the fights, man. Okay, you guys, if you didn't see the fight, I mean, it was, uh, first of all, I get there. There's tons of, um, you know, Joe Rogan has done an amazing job over the years. He created this unique bridge where um, where comedy and where comedians and fighters are, are allowed to co-mingle and, and there's a mutual kind of, I don't know if it's a, it's definitely a respect in the fighter's direction, but there's a, like, I got to go up to Max Holloway and and say hello, you know, and he knew who I was. I mean, that was like, made my life, you know, um, you know, you're able to, in my DMs, I'm communicating with other fighters. I run into other fighters and there's just like a Ricky Simone, um, you know, uh, Corey Sandhagen and I will communicate some. Like uh, Ty Tuivasa, who was drinking beer out the boot up there on that cage. 
after he gave Greg Hardley that. I mean, he hit. I mean, he just hit him. He gave him that fat rattler, baby. You know, he fucking hit him with that New Zealand brown snake, baby. You feel me? He really shook him down with that freaking that big coconut cane pole, daddy. He tied really. He snuck him. He snuck him with that magic arm duck. You know, he bit him with that freaking. He bit him with that big, that elbowed quacker, dog, you know. That dirty duck that left, or that right. I don't remember which one it was, but um, but there's just a way, that, like, and that's all because of Joe Rogan. You know, Joe Rogan did does comedy. He's done, he does UFC. He's the voice of UFC. And so you're just, it's interesting. He's allowed to use allowed to co-mingle with those people. And there's a level of, I don't know if it's it's definitely respect with the towards the fighters because you know they're fighters. So you there's always a lot of respect towards fighters, um, but there's a there's a level of respect that comes back from those guys towards the comedians and stuff. You know, I think it's interesting because you know we all put ourselves out there in some way to get an energy or a vibe or something to get a to be seen or heard. You know, fighters, they're fighting to get that, you know, they want to, we're all trying to prove something. We're all trying to fill in a a void or a, a necessity. There's these spaces inside of us that are missing a building block. And we're all trying to, out in the world, just chiseling different moments and different goals to get them to fill whatever that space is. And um, and I notice a lot. I notice it between fighters. I notice it between comedians. I notice it between strippers, uh, pornogra- pornographists. Um. But yeah, this need to sh- to to be seen or noticed uh, or complete. Um, but yeah, and Joe Rogan's really build that, but he but he he makes it okay, kind of for comedians and fighters to interact because he's that Lego that's keeping that uh both of those entities connected. Um, yeah, I went to the fights. Uh, I didn't know. That Joe Rogan had left me two tickets. So I get there. I got one. T- I, I, I just brought myself. You know. Um, so I get there. I got suddenly I got two tickets. But it's already into the uh, undercard. So I texted a couple people. I didn't know anyone that lived in Vegas. So I texted Glenn Big Baby Davis. He was a guest on this past weekend. You know, uh, he's an he's a Louisiana guy. I figured I'm there to see Dustin, another Louisiana guy. It'd be great. Um, Glenn was had just left town, and so then I'm stuck. You know, and I thought about trying to text a hooker or something, but then, what if they show up? They don't look like their picture, and then now you're sitting next to some lady that looks like Bert and Ernie. I don't know if you ever done that, but sometimes you get an escort. They show up. They, they'll look like Bert and Ernie. You're like, dang. Okay. 
this double puppet out here, I can't even. And nothing like the the picture they had on the internet. That is a gone. That is a. I mean, they must have been hit by lightning and stung by bees or something because there will be a total different vibe or energy coming off that woman. Beautiful ladies. And now, look, and they're beautiful ladies. I'm just saying the last minute. You also, you don't want to get a last minute hooker. That's not, some things there's, or escort. I shouldn't say hooker like it's, you know, it sounds a little, I guess, like they're not doing anything. I mean, hooker and. But I respect hookers and escorts. I respect anybody that's doing something like that. Um, you ever consider anything like that? Raleigh Mal, you ever considered in, you know, uh, using, you know, some men or something if they if they're not having luck with women, they'll get out there and get a lady of the night kind of. Has it ever crossed your mind or what? I know a few people that have, um, but not for me. Okay. And what do you think about, like, do you feel, do you look down on it or it's just not your thing? Do you feel like it would be too nervous of an interaction? Uh, it's just, it's just not my thing. Yeah. And where, what type of places are you trying to meet ladies these days? You at the uh, laundromat or are you doing, are you indoors, outdoors? Where are you trying to meet these gals? Anywhere. Anywhere. Um, never thought about a laundromat, but hey, can't go wrong. Well, I'll tell you what's good about a laundromat is that it's a place where a, uh, women prefer to do laundry. And I'm not saying it's a sexist thing or a, you know, I just, and I'll be honest, they do it better. You know, I've seen a dude with some laundry and it's, it looks like somebody just kidnapped a bunch of clothes. You know, when you see a guy with some laundry, it looks like it shouldn't really. It looks sad. I'm going to say that. But a woman, you see laundry, you see her, she's able. It's just women are more delicate. Clothes are delicate. So when you see the two together, it just has a more comfortable fit i'm not saying women need to do laundry i'm not saying that at all okay i know a couple cushy vets you know a couple soft-handed vets you won't even see them touch the pillowcase and next thing you know it's all you know folded into a damn duck or into a damn uh raven simone even one of them could even fold it into a damn you know a larry bird i mean you know the ability sometimes of these the small pause on a Vietnamese person to maneuver the cloth into perfect shapes and stuff is uh, magnifique, as they say abroad. Uh, magnifique. But um, what were we talking about? What were we talking about, Riley Mao? You remember? Um, can at the moment. Alrighty, man. Me neither, bub. So I'm gonna let you off the hook on that one. But uh, uh damn. Well, anyway, uh, went to the fights. Dustin won. I almost got to go in the ring when he won, which was which was which would have been pretty cool. I mean, it's you know you're just there to support him. Uh, you know, it was also awesome to see Sean O'Malley. Um, you know, he's just an entertaining guy. 
and you know he's trying to, you know, add to his knockout resume. Chris Moutinho was the guy who fought him, and the guy that was one of the most exciting parts of the night was when that guy took just kept taking the hits from, um, from Sean O'Malley, because we all want to like keep going we all want to take the hits and keep going and we do we do it on a day-to-day basis so to see this this little i mean he had the green hair color this little uh, jolly rancher he looked like a my little pony kind of hopped up on jolly rancher candies but to see him and I don't even say that in a rude way I lo- you know I was fascinated it was the, it was the it was one of the highlights of the evening People were chanting Rocky at one point um, to see him just keep going. To see them call the fight at the end and not let him finish was a little rough. But, uh, but man, it, that was amazing because we all want to take the hits and keep going. And he did that. Uh, yeah, that was amazing, man. Um, what else? What else is happening? What else happened this weekend? We had some videos that came in, some submissions of things that were going on. Um, and I'll get into those in just a second. Uh, we'll find out a little bit more what's going on from uh, Mr. Riley Mao and, and see what's happening out there in the on the uh, on the in the hot in the hot uh, hot world and the low key Christian you know, young fella Asian world. We'll get into that in just a second. I'm going to tell you this. Wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket-sized guide that could help you sleep, focus, act, and be better? Well, there is. If you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you. God, I need that. You need help falling asleep? Headspace has wind-down sessions. I've used Headspace. I like it. It helps. It's available. And it has the different options. That's the thing. It's backed by 25 published studies. 600,000 five-star reviews. But look, meditation is what you make it. You have to want it. If you want it, you'll get it. You deserve to feel happier. Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash Theo. That's right. Go to headspace.com slash T-H-E-O for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. It's the best deal offer right now. Head to headspace.com slash Theo today for a free one-month trial. You deserve it, I think. Also, I want to let you know that tickets are going on sale Friday for uh, the Netflix special taping. We will be taping in Nashville at the Ryman Auditorium. You'll be able to get those through theovon.com slash tour. And that's where I would suggest that you get them. Um, man, it's going to be exciting. Uh, what else? Oh, I'll tell you this. You need to know it. That ship station is the one who can do it for you. 
you know, people sell things online. You ever sold something online, Riley Mao? I have. What'd you sell, Bubby? Oh, man, I've sold iPads, phones, a lot of stuff. Okay. Electronics. Yep, you can sell all types of things. You can also sell your crafts online. You ever done a craft, Riley? I have. Well, you can sell them online. That's right. You can sell your crafts online at ShipStation. Yep, that's it. You can import orders from any sales channel, ship with any carrier using ShipStation's deeply discounted rates. Automate just about any shipping task. No matter if you're selling through Shopify, Etsy, or your own website, ShipStation. Heck, you could even sell ships. If you made small ships, you could sell them. Hey, you're shipping through a ship station. You can sell anything from anywhere. The interface is on your phone. If you want to use UPS, FedEx, USPS, ShipStation easily compares carriers and chooses the best solution. Every time with ShipStation, small businesses can now access the same rates usually reserved for Fortune 500 companies. Just use our offer code THEO to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months free of no-hassle, stress-free shipping. That's ShipStation.com. Enter offer code THEO. Make ship happen. Um, Riley Mao, there was a lot of, uh, you know, since you've been in here, there's been a lot of alleged attack on Asian in the in the world have you heard about this i have and we was you were you seeing any of that any of that on your doorstep were you seeing you know any anything like that where people throwing torches through your windows or anything what's going on give me your feed on it man i didn't even know it was a thing um until someone brought it up to me and i was like oh that's a thing do you see any reason why it's happening? Um, do you... I, see, I can't decide. Here's the thing. Every day, probably 700 people get attacked, I would say, in America. Just generally. Based on the numbers of people and the possibility of other people that want to attack someone. Would you agree maybe that? Yeah. So some of those people are going to be Asian. Just because there is Asian people that are alive. Right. Statistically, they're just... So I can't tell if it's really a thing or if there's just... Of the 700 attacks, four of them are Asian... And so they make it, they just focus on them now, you know? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. What do you think about it? No, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, I mean, there's just, you know, people are Asian. Yep. They're, they're alive. It's going to happen. Do you have any more insight? Are you hearing anything from your grandparents? Are you... Is anybody sending you a scroll or sending you something, you know, is there any, you know, any, are you getting any old school information? Is there, 
what's 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 coming down the Asian pipeline that you're hearing? Are you guys, you know, getting armored up? What's is there any intel you can give us? Yeah, man. No, I mean, as far as I am and my family, we're we're clean. I haven't heard anything. Okay. And have anybody been attacked, your folks or anything? Mm, no. Okay. So it's not at your doorstep, huh? Uh, not that I know of. Yeah. Well, good, man. I'm glad you're staying safe and uh, and you're staying busy out there. And, and I'm happy to see you today, bub. Great to be here. Great to see you, too. Alrighty. Let's get into a little more. Let's get into a little more. Um, I've also got s- some tickets out there for Huntsville, Alabama. People can go check it out. Uh, yeah, what else happened at the fight? Let me think what else happened. There was a lot of, I ran into a lot of great people. There was so many like um, TPW fans, King and the Sting listeners, or TPW listeners, King and the Sting listeners. And that was great. Just running across people. Uh you know, the Uber situation in Vegas was insane. The taxi lines, it was all insane. There was a Bruno Mar concert going on. You listen to Bruno Mar, Raleigh? I do. All right. We got a we had a Bruno Mar going on. You had Garth Brooks, who was basically the white Bruno Mars, the white senior citizen Bruno Mars at this point. And he hid the bodies or whatever, but you got Garth Brooks, then you had um, the UFC, and uh, and man, it was just there was it was just so many people going around. And um, what else? Yeah, was that the fight? So anyway, I'm sitting next to an empty seat the whole time because I had an extra ticket, couldn't find anybody to go, and you don't want to get a last minute hooker. I don't feel like. You don't, it's just, it's just a lot, it's just because there's that risque moment. And anybody that's ever been involved in hookering, you know, whether you've been a consumer or whether you've sold, sold weenie or sold a female crotch, that you know I mean, it's the picture people put out there on the interwebs is not the picture that shows up at the door. Okay. It is a little different. It's kind of like pizza. It's like kind of like Domino's or, you know, the thing, the stuff you see on the, on the documents, on the uh, pamphlets or whatever. That's not, it looks good. The Cinnabons or with a crunchy, you know, the cinnamon, you know, little, you know, Chum nuggets or whatever they're called. I don't know what they're called. Do you know what those are called, Riley Mao? I don't. Awesome. And so the uh whatever. Anyway, the treats on the thing on the uh pamphlets look good. They look good. The shit you shows up at your door looks fucking you know. That's what that and and so I just didn't want some you know you know some lady who's got two thousand lip injections and she's you know if she you know her lips are like a flotation device in case something happens you know like on an airplane they would be doing the thing in the beginning like 
you know, a, a mask will fall from the ceiling. Please put the thing, you know, there's a life uh, dress, uh, dressing under your seat. Please pull it out and put it around your neck. And she would just point her lips like, hey, if we go in the water, I'm good. You know, I got these fucking tongue pontoons up here on the outside of my mouth hole. That's going to keep us all safe. You know, so I just didn't want to get, um, I, I don't know. I, I did. That was just a risky move. And then also, I didn't want to sell the ticket because I didn't want Joe Rogan here. And oh, I sold his fucking ticket, even though he probably would have appreciated it. You know, I know he's a capitalist guy, just like all the, the, the rest of us are in, in this country or, you know, but I just didn't know. So anyway, I had an extra seat and I was by myself. Um, I was right behind, uh, Dustin, Dustin's wife and, um, and his like kind of family friends, Tim and, and, um, and and his wife. And so it was kind of a, I could go up and talk with them and that was exciting. Um, and you could see the different celebrities coming in and out. That was pretty cool. Uh, one thing that's tough about um, the last time I went, I got to sit in the seats that are right behind Joe Rogan. So one thing I realized when I'm over there, when I sat over there, you can hear the commentators commentating the fights. You can hear what's going on. The seats that I had this time, I wasn't close enough to hear them. So you don't hear any commentating. Like at home, you hear the commentating on a television. But I, I, I wasn't hearing any of that. So you're just kind of looking a lot. It's a lot of looking and listening, but not hearing like a ton. It's kind of like bird watching. It's a little, a little bit like bird watching. Um... After the fight, I snuck in uh, into the back area. I got to hang out with, met some of the Cleveland Browns. That was really cool, man. Actually, super nice guys. Baker Mayfield, uh, Austin Hooper, respect, man. Um, you know, we talked about the dark arts. I guess he's, you know, he definitely is, uh, he knew about them. And so we discussed some of that and, and, uh, and Odell Beckham Jr. Met that man. Um, who else was back there? Uh, uh, David Cho, who's friends with Bobby Lee. You know who that guy is, uh, Riley Mal? I do. There you go. And... Um, yeah, there was some different Sia. There was some different musicians. You know, all the celebrities that you saw on television, if you watch the fights. Um, JB was there, Justin Bieber. I didn't get to see him. Donald Trump, I didn't get to see him. I saw him come in, but I didn't get to say hey or anything. Um, but it was definitely, you know, it's just all of what's going on. You got the fighters. You got the fan. It was just, it was exciting. Uh, but the difference is the value in seeing it on television is you can hear the commentators. You can hear what's going on. And the tough thing about being at the venue is you don't get any of that. So you're just guessing. 
Are they in an arm roll? Are they in a, you know, did he put them in a leg monster? What happened? You know, is he bleeding? Is he bruised? Is he, you know, did he have too much, you know, breakfast? You don't, you don't have any of the information. Is he on the front foot, side control, you know, mission control, missionary? You don't know any, if you're, on television you get Joe and John and uh, Daniel Cormier telling you the different things. But when you're just standing there looking, you don't know if the guy is, uh, you know, if he's flat-footed, if he's got two arms, if he's, you know, doing a double entendre, you don't know if he's, you know, you don't know if some guy's getting beaten. Uh, you don't know if the if it's sudden. You know, you don't know if somebody has asthma. If they won their last fight, you don't know if uh, you know, Sugar Sean's about to knock the color. You know, the food coloring out that one dude. I mean, you just you don't know any of the information. So, but it was magical. Uh, you know, it was really magical. It was just great to be there to be able to support Dustin. Then I got to go over to Dustin and uh, his wife's home after um, and meet some of his coaches. And that was really cool because I got to ask them some questions. Uh, I met the owner of the Atlanta Hawks, the basketball team. I'm kind of just bragging here, but it was just interesting. Just, you know, just interesting people to talk to about stuff. I, they had an Uber driver that drove a brown car. And I'd never seen a brown car since my dad had one. You know, my dad had a uh, Delta Cutlass 88. He had that Delta Cutlass 88 and it had... He bought it off a couple brothers down the block. And it had 22s in the trunk. And he didn't need the 22, but he couldn't hear anyway. My father couldn't hear well. You know, was, when I got to know my father, he was in his, you know, probably about 78. Time I got to kind of start to know him. And he would drive us around and just listen to, you know, news and public radio on, with, with bass. You know, so it'd just be like, uh, Jesse Jackson. You know, just listening to just stuff about politics and like, you know, I mean, it was just, it was crazy. You know, listening to the weather, this is 70% ch chance of rain. Just these huge 22s just rattling in the trunk. And one of them had, China, had old Chinese food in it. And then it kind of fermented in there, but... Anyway, let's get into a couple of videos that came in. Riley, tell me about this. Have you been on any other dates since I've seen you? Uh, I was close to one, but uh, no. And, and what kind of gal was it if you had to describe her? Give me five words to describe her. Uh, let's see. Brunette, cute, funny, talented, female. Okay. Talented seems like a re. I mean, talented seems like. What was the talent? Uh, she, you know, everyone in Nashville. She uh, she sings, plays okay. guitar, plays piano. Musician gal. Yeah, that's right. Oh wait, I forgot. You also were involved in some sort of crime thing or something, weren't you? I was. And what um, 
yeah what did you what, what happened with that did you what 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 was that deal i remember somebody sent me a picture and said and i'm sorry i didn't check in with you about it It was late at night when i got it and i think i was probably watching a movie or something or watching a uh one of those 2020 episodes have you ever seen this show i have god it's good and mm-hmm. but uh anyway yeah what happened with you yeah i mean just you know super long story but basically um you know it was just just a couple roommates um but i am uh, i don't talk to them anymore you know they don't talk to me which is good um so we've we've gone our separate ways um and did you go to jail or anything i did not okay could you handle it in jail you think what do you think you would do if you went uh i think i could handle it i don't see that but i do like your attitude about it man yeah not a lot of people see it really yeah do you think you would have like a would you keep a weapon on you or something i mean in prison i don't think that's allowed if it was allowed oh yeah okay right there i'm telling you look i'm gonna tell you straight up bubby you don't you're you don't stand a chance you are gonna get torpedoed in the bot if you don't have a weapon on it's of course it's not allowed all right if you are going in prison by what is allowed dude you're done you're done bubby you know, and I'm sorry to tell you that straight up, but you can't get to prison and be like, hey, guys, let me see the rule book, uh, you know, before I settle in for the night. You will die in your sleep by murder, not natural causes. Yeah, you're not wrong. So I think you got to you gotta have a shank. You got to have a shiv. You got to have a throwing star, a death star. Get a culturally appropriate weapon. Get a damn uh, saya or something. Who was the Ninja Turtle that had the damn, the weird thing that nobody ever wanted to be? That guy. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yeah. Who was he? Do you know it? Um, not off the top of my head. No, it's been it's been a hot minute. That's your people, Bubby, and he had the Sayas, I think they're called, or Sayas, or something, or Sayas, Sayas. But anyway, uh, yeah, get a weapon, man. And if you thought about the thing, what would you say if you're dying, Riley? Uh, I've not. Okay. Do you have it? Have has anything kind of come to your head that was, you know, your last words? Mm, not that I could think of. All right, we'll come back to you in a little bit. The last words is a tough one. You know, your wife shows up, puts four or five shells right in your cleavage or whatever in your neck. What do you say? What do you, oh, why did you do it? You know, you want to go out with something heroic, you know. You want to go out like with a, you know. Oh, I'm awesome. You know, like you want to get whatever, you know, you want to, what would you say? Hit the hotline with that, 985-664-9503. I would love to know, what would you say? It's your last words. You've just been shivved or, you know, or pokayed or whatever they are. You know, some Asian fella hit you in the damn back with a bow staff or something. You know? 
some freaking G'd out Viet in a damn rice rocket. Just ran over you and now he's going to run back over you. You know, he's just, he's, he's, he's just uh, softening you up for the Lord with that Honda Civic. And you get one chance to say something. What do you say? Ah, you know, go to hell. I mean, what do you say? I could have, uh, I'm hungry. I mean, what do you say? You got last words. What do you say? It's a good question. Uh, we had a lot of neat stuff that came in for the episode. I want to take a peek at some of it right now. Um, here's a question that came in right here. Here we go, gang. Hey, this is Dakota out of North Carolina. And, and there's a video question. And thank you, Dakota, for sending this in. You know, and I like seeing video question. I can get a visual of you. Because without visual, I don't know. I hear your voice. I don't know who you are. Are you a senior citizen? Are you black? Are you brown? Are you white? Are you pink? Are you pink? Do you have a skin condition or something? Which is fine if you do. You know, when I was growing up, we had a fella bus, real, real tender skin. He didn't get all uh, eight layers of skin. You know, kind of God shorted him, and he, 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 the old five layer. And his name was Franklin, bro, and they would call him Five Layer Franklin. And damn, sometimes you would see the sun poke out the clouds and almost just put him on his damn knees. Dear God. And so people would run over with umbrellas or something. He always had a couple umbrellas on him. But damn old five layer, they couldn't even, you pat him on the back and almost fucking put him on the ground. You know, you could feel his spine real well. You could feel his C-spine, T-spine. You could feel his element O-P-spine if he was a damn pervert. But praise God, thank you for sending this message in here, Dakota, from North Carolina. And if you like to talk about basketball or or chewing tobacco, then you will love North Carolina, man. It's where you could put a, you could hit a three-pointer and you could put a damn six-pointer in your lip if you get one of them high-dose uh, dipping snuff packets. Onward. I was just wondering how you feel about the trade world. You know, like the trade industry, welders, mm. pussy boy electricians, mm. you know, people who do drywall. Shit like that. You know, I'm a welder. I got my helmet right here. And I was just wondering, you know, how you feel about kids getting into the trade world instead of going to college, you know? Gang, baby, that's a good question, mister. You know, I have a brother-in-law, a young fellow named Ricky, I think. That's his name. That's what he told me his name was. And he could have lied to me, but he's... He's... He said it for years, that's what it was, but he um he's a welder. And he really seems to enjoy it and and I really think it's a good trade and you can just be guaranteed kind of knowing what money you're gonna make. You don't have to go to college where you anything could happen at college. You could get damn you know, you get a lot of diseases hit the dormitories and people get something, yellow fever. 
Raleigh Mao, you ever have something hit the dormitories or something? I have not. Okay, do you ever stay in a communal living type of place for education? I did. And what happened in there? Did anybody come ever come down with a stomach flu or something? Even at, at least ants. Did y'all get anything in the building? Anything that, you know, a grievance that brought you guys together communally? Um, Not that I could think of. All right. All right. Good. Well, that's awesome. But um, here's what I'm telling you, uh, brother, is that, yeah, it's good. Get a trade. Know what you're going to do. Then you're in control of it. You go to college, you take an anthropology. You know, you take four years anthropology, you fucking work in anthropology. You don't even, you know, you never see a damn insect unless they got a damn roach hiding in a quilt in the back. So I think you have to, you know, you know, you're in control of your destiny. And I like welding, man. I do like it. I used to work at a piping. I used to work at a piping company and my job was washing off all the clevis hangers and the pipe fitter stuff and just organizing it and I had to paint and they had this kind of rubber stuff the sealant you have to put on things and every now and then uh, this song by Sugar Ray would come on the radio and uh And Sugar Ray also sounds like a nickname of like a a gay man. But anyway, every time this this band Sugar Ray would come on the radio and they had a song called I Just Want to Fly. You ever heard this song, Riley? I have not. Well, you got to get out more, Bubby. And uh, it would come on and the welders would stop their welding. And they'd make us subservience. We was a couple of us, me and this, my tall friend, Billy. He got bit by a shark and he died, actually. Not at the same time. He died later from something else. Aneurysm or pills, but and God bless him, man. I miss him. He was tall and, and he was an asshole. My friend Billy was a complete asshole, but uh, but he, had, he also was nice. You know, he also was funny. And we had a nice time working together and. We work up. We work with this other little fella named Soldier. Soldier, this black gentleman, and he was he had on about ninety do rags, and and he didn't do shit. That's the irony. He would come to work and not do shit. Like how you can have on ninety do rags and you ain't doing shit. But we had a good time, man. But anyway, when the song would come on, I just want to fly or cry. Maybe it could have been. I just want to cry. Fly. I just want to fly. By Sugar Ray's, uh, that welders would make us dance. You know, and they threaten us with the torches and then they'd make us dance. But uh, very Lord of the Flies-esque kind of shit. But we made the most of it, and, and I really loved it, man. I loved going over there. I loved the sense of community. You know, I loved, uh, there was drug use if you wanted it. And I didn't mind that. Um so yeah, I think getting a trade, doing some welding. You get to wear neat hats. Welders have neat hats. You know, some cool little deals. And uh, and their wives get mad at them a lot. I remember that. A lot of the fellas would talk about how their wives were always mad at them. 
And we'd have good lunches. Get you a little big po' boy sandwich, man. Go over there by Sweet Gerald's. They had a gay fellow over there on the West Bank of New Orleans. The name's a little sandwich place over there. Named Sweet Gerald's. God damn, it was good. The roast beef was wet, bro. And Sweet Gerald, I'll say this. He had a look in his eye like he he's sweetened the meat personally. You know what I'm saying? And that was... That made you kind of cringe a little, you know, when you swallowed. But after you, you know, once you had a couple mouthfuls of it, you didn't, you weren't complaining anymore. But praise God, brother. Thank you for sending in that question. Let's get to one more here. Oh, we got some hood fireworks in Chicago over here. Let's watch that. This is going to go crazy. Grab that bitch, son. Two in that bitch. Oh, oh, like oh, 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 oh,
Um, I mean, I think in uh, if you're 2,000 feet in the air, uh, this is the only thing you can do. Is duct tape them? Yeah. What kind of knot could have helped? Is there any knot that if you have to keep someone to a chair, what knot do you go? And this may be more of a question for a Weeblo. I don't know the different gradients. Uh, no, honestly, any knot will do. Okay. You have a favorite knot? Uh, I like the bone line knot. Hmm. Okay. Or the clove hitch. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and 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 I want to say, what do you think's leading to this kind of thing? Do you? I think there's a lot of uh, people are not used to being around each other anymore. We've gotten a little bit more solo. It's the me generation is, and they're all me generations now. We're by ourselves. We're in our own worlds. When we have to interact with others, it stresses us out. We're not used to it. And nothing is more stressful than being on an airplane. Of course, where every other video you see, somebody's fist fighting, they're losing a tooth, they're attacking people. So it doesn't shock me that this is the place where the stress hits the fan, where the shit stress hits the propeller. And they duct taped the lady to a plane seat. What do you think is an alternative to uh, duct taping a man like this, Riley? Um, I mean, if you're 2,000 feet in the air, I don't know if there is another. Wrong answer, buddy. Sedating. It would be sedating. And, you know, this goes back to the, you know, I was at a funeral recently. A guy died. Everybody I know dies. And. Uh, and I was at the funeral and I saw my principal from when I was in third grade. And he used to be able to give me corporal punishment. That's where they can beat you with the uh, spatula, or with the, not spatula, but with the big wooden plank. And this dude roughed me down a couple times. Bill Brady was his name. And I said, he aged well. He aged well. Still looks like he, you know, he could uh he could really put it on me you know i mean he could it's still like like he'd make par on my ass with that wooden plank you know i'm talking greens and regulation this dude would be up down with that thing he knew how to work the paddle and that was when you went to the principal's office they could beat you and that's what i think we should have instead of have you know you you Hit him with a couple pills. Give him that butt lozenge, bro. Throw it in that back jaw, daddy. You know, hit him with that uh, suppository. You guys do a lot of suppositories in your culture, Riley? I don't. And have you ever seen them or have you ever done them? Uh, I've not. Alrighty. Well, a lot of them, I'll tell you what it is. They take a butt, a vitamin or something, put it in your butt or a pill, they put it in your butt. Do you know that? I do. Well, at least you guys are knowing it. You know, uh, and they say it's because your intestine absorbs drugs or whatever it is pretty quick, so. But that'll do it for you right there, getting that in your, uh, that's what I say. You plant, you know what I'm saying? Give them that fucking hot nugget up the old anus. And next thing you know, they're out. You don't have them duct tape. And who even taped this lady? The taping job 
is minimal, I feel like. You know, it's basically shoulder tape and then just the mouth. Like, you got to, I would say, the lady also has green hair. You know, it's just, we're at the point where these are the loose ends of society. These are the loose ends of society, and God bless that lady. All right, here we go right here. Um, A guy who looks like me. Hitting on girls. right there oh he's staying confident the hard part is to stay confident and look at a woman oh not bad there um rally what do you do you struggle with the with the actual moving in for the kiss i've spoken about this recently a lot on this show and do you struggle with that kind of thing? What do you where do you, where do you struggle with when it comes to those intimate moments? I mean, yeah, I mean, last time I remember it was it was my first kiss. Um and uh it was it was interesting. It was it was a little tough. And what is the tough part like starting the kiss, maintaining it once you kind of get the kiss going? Do you remember what the tough what was some of the real strain? Uh, it was just starting off. Um, once you're in it, you're in it. And when you're in the kiss, do you then kind of, do you try and, what do you do with your hands? You put your hands around the woman. Are you, uh, were you aiming for breasts? Were you trying to make further moves or were you just focusing on the mouth and the mouth, um, activity? I mean, I just put my arms around her. Like I was hugging her. Oh, beautiful. And was that indoors or outdoors? Indoors. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, take the weather out of the equation, man. Keep more balls in your court, you know? Exactly. And was that the last kiss you've had? As of right now, yes. Mm. We got to get you back out there, man. We got to get you back out there. And how do you fend off the desire to touch yourself then? That's what I struggle with sometimes. I just don't have that desire. Wow. And do you think it's because you're Asian? Do you think it's because you are, what do you attribute that to? Because a lot of Asian people have that inner power. Um, I don't know if it's an Asian thing. I, I think it's a, uh, it's a Lord thing. Okay. Wow, man. Yeah, because a lot of whites are just out here just spraying out. You know? Yeah. So good for you, Bubba. All right, let's get into a couple more questions here. And I also want to let people know that the sun's out and your bum is out. But hopefully your pubic hair is not. You got pubic hair, Riley Mal? I do. Flip-flop season is upon us. And you're out here with those post-pandemic toenails. You got to tighten yourself up. Our friends at Manscaped have you covered. They just launched their fourth generation performance package and their Shears 2.0 nail grooming kit. Join the Manscaped movement by going to manscaped.com Theo. 
for 20% off and free shipping. That's right. The Performance Package 4.0 includes the new Lawn Mower 4.0. This trimmer will change the way you approach your grooming routine. And, you know, mine was, I, I got one. It didn't, I, I got to get the, uh, my chargers messed up or something, but I got to get, the one time I used it, man, it was good. Got a light on it. You can see what you're doing. Um, that's right. If the power goes out, you can use your lawnmower 4.0 to illuminate the way. Has an LED spotlight. You can see your junk. Get 20% off and free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash Theo. Support the podcast, guys. The podcast will disappear if there isn't support for it. Uh, manscaped.com slash Theo for 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped.com slash Theo. Tame that summer swamp in your pants with manscaped.com slash Theo. Let you also know about better help, man. You ever been to a therapist, Riley? I've not. Well, you will one day, Bubby. And and when you do, man, there's better help. And you can do it online. You can do it on your phone. You can do it on FaceTime. You know, I remember one time I was trapped somewhere. I don't even remember where. It could have been daytime or nighttime. I couldn't even remember. I couldn't even see that well. But I needed help. And God was, he, was not av- he wasn't not available, but I needed something. I wanted something different at the moment. And that's why I needed BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. This is therapy. These are licensed therapists. It's committed to facilitating great therapist matches. So they make it easy and free to change counselors. If you don't like your counselor, get a new counselor. This is one of the biggest issues with getting help. People get stuck with it. They start with a counselor and they stay with one, even though they know it's not helping them. Change it up. Change it up. You're there to get help. You're not there to, you know, just, it's not, you're, you know, you're there to get better. Make sure it's a relationship that you can, uh, communicate in positively and negatively visit betterhelp.com slash theo that's better h-e-l-p join the over 1 million people who've taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. we all need help and this past weekend listeners get 10% off the first month at betterhelp.com slash t-h-e-o Um, I'll say this also we got new mer- new uh, new merch available theovon.com slash store uh, we also have the art for sale the podcast Ville art if you've seen the the beautiful um, animation art that uh, Papio Tune has done go to theovon.pixels Dot com. You can get the Podcastville mugs. You can get the art. It's beautiful when they deliver it. Really nice stuff to have. Theovon.pixels.com. What else? I'm drinking Liquid Death. You know that. And it's good. People are always sending me pictures on IG of them having a an LD. And when I was young, LD stood for learning disabled. And we had a lot of it around us. 
you know, I grew up in the autism area and real hotbed for autism or tism. They called it then. We didn't know it was French or whatever. Now it's, they hadn't put the awe on it. But, you know, Lance had the tism or somebody had it. Richard. You know, one fellow named Sharpie. We had a black fellow bus named Sharpie. And he had a hit of the tism, man, a strong hit. Jesus. I mean, just damn, a genetic swamp inside that beautiful guy. And he had nice fucking legs, too, I remember. Dear God. Who has the nicest legs you've ever seen, Riley Mal? Uh, man, a lot, a lot of girls I've seen. Really? Mm-hmm. So would you, do you, are you a leg man when you fantasize, brother? You a leg man, or what do you think about? Um, Titty what? I mean, everything. Oh, damn. Oh. Okay. Okay, big dog. Um, let's go to a couple questions that came in and, uh, and we'll figure some things out here. Here we go. Hey, Theo, this is Cam from Lehigh, Utah. Hey, Cam from out there in Utah and Utah is, it's a great place, man. If you want to wrangle a little bit of white titty onward. I uh, just wanted to call in, man. This is my first time calling in. First off, I just got to say, man, I love you. Love you a ton, man. I know me and a bunch of my friends, we all listen to you. You know, you're something I get to look forward to every single week, and you put a smile on my face, and, you know, I'm hoping you can come out here to Salt Lake soon so we can see you. Thank you, Cam. Praise God, brother. I appreciate that, man. It's nice of you to share those words, man. It's important. Okay. But uh, anyway, man, I got a question for you. Uh, I'm so I'm 20 years old, almost 21, and I'm kind of starting to get to a point where I'm thinking about getting myself into a relationship. You know, maybe someone I can take out to McDonald's or somewhere nice like that, and then touch tummies with a little bit after. Who knows? Oh damn! Okay, that McFlurry, baby. I feel you, gang. But uh, I'm talking to this girl who recently broke up with her boyfriend. They had been together for a little bit. But her boyfriend happens to be one of my best friends that I love like a brother. So I guess my question is, is, you know, what takes priority? Is it bro code? Can I, you know, chase this girl even though she's my friend's ex? Or, you know, do I got to let her go and I just got to find someone else, bro? Uh, yeah. Gang, gang, gang brother. I love you, man. Gang, brother, love you too, brother. Um, you know, this is a tough one, man. I had a I had a friend recently who was hooking up with my or, or who went on I, I shouldn't say that who went on a date with an ex of mine without asking me. I didn't know. I found out from her. Um, and it hurt my feelings, man. You know, I got a lot of feelings, so it's easy for him to get hurt. I got I'm the kind I have feelings left out in the yard. I got so many damn feelings. I got feelings inside, outside. You know, you'll sit down on my sofa and you'll be like, oh, well, oh man, I sat on one of your feelings here. You know, I just have some misfeelings, but, um, you know, I think you got to ask him first. That's the first move. Then you have to evaluate the response you get from him. Um, you also don't have to do it immediately. You know, I think given there to be some time, uh, but I would ask him, 
And I would just let him know how you, you know, hey, I know you dated someone, so I'm kind of interested in her. Do you think it would be strange if I explored a possibility with her? I think that's the way to do it. You got to start with the dude. Now, if he gets weird and is like, look, man, I don't really, I think it's kind of messed up. I think it's okay to also explore some of his reasoning. Like, you know, if he's like, man, I still really like her, it'd be uncomfortable if, 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 if she's around us, you know, if we go into taco time or whatever, and she's with us and she and I was just at taco time, I still got, you know, a picture of us in my phone from me and her sitting there a month earlier. That might be weird. But now she's over here nibbling on your fucking fajita biscuit, you know. That might be weird. So I think you just got to evaluate it. Because he might, in a month, he might feel differently. He's going to feel a lot differently, at least if you talk with him and he, he doesn't find out some other way. So that's the only way to do it, man. Now, do we all do it that way? No. I mean, did I end up making out with some dude's date who brought a, who, who, who he brought a girl to a show of mine in Dallas four years ago? Yeah, you know, and I still feel bad about it some mornings. So there's ways to do it. Riley, what do you think? Yeah, no, you're right. There you go, guys. All right, let's get another question here. What's up, Theo? Um, you know, my name is Colin. I'm giving you a call from uh, from Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. What's up, Colin? Down there from Palm Beach Gardens, baby, PBG. And that's good stuff going on down there in Florida. You know, beautiful people, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of summer Hebrews down there, too. You see a lot of Hebrews down there summertime, wintertiming. You know, and you'll see a lot of people, a lot of... Uh, pedophiles out there up in north florida it's latinos down in south florida you got a lot of escapees and uh, a lot of swamp babies you'll fucking see a baby learn to slither before it learns to crawl like damn people are like oh look he's crawling it's like i don't know he's he's moving fast and he just ate a mouse but onward brother um you know i've seen you announce a lot of tour dates recently and uh you know, a little disappointed. I was like, I was wondering, you know, what's keeping you away from Florida? You know, um, I know I've I've listened to some uh, podcasts and some other guys. They they say they don't really like coming to Florida. I love coming to Florida, man. I can't wait to get down there. I want to go to Orlando. That'll probably be the first place I'll go. I think think we're putting together a Florida leg of the tour coming up. Uh, a lot of it just has to do with places I've been to before, and then getting to go back to them. Um, you know, it's taken a lot of, like, right now I'm like 40 days off caffeine, 40 days sober from any drug or alcohol right now. So I'm trying to just get myself in a space where I'm healthy enough to uh, to get out and do uh, touring, you know, and to feel okay, you know. But I'm feeling really motivated, and um, and I'll get down there, man. We're putting, this, we're putting a Louisiana tour together right now for uh, right after Christmas. And I believe that we'll be in Florida and possibly even Canada right after the uh, first of the year. So thank you for asking, man. We'll get down there. Hey, Theo. My name's Luke. Uh, this one, hey, not you, shithead. Sorry. We named our dog Theo. And yeah. Anyway. What's up, brother Luca? And that's a very interesting name. And that's a name from another country as well. 
Thank you, brother. Onward. Um, I might cut his hair into a mullet. First of all, let's address that. Oh, yeah. Mullet dog up, baby. Dogs have had the same shitty haircuts forever. It's about time we tighten these bitches up. You know what I'm saying? If they're man's best friend, they won't mind if we fucking trim their shit up, fam. Gang, baby, onward. Mullets on dogs, a new trend, apparently. Mm, what you think? But anyway, the reason I'm calling in, man, so I just uh, I just got a promotion at work, and uh, I live over here on the East Coast, and um, if everything keeps going in the way that they want it to, then that has gone so far. There's talks about them having me move out west somewhere. Um, a couple different states in play, but the, the question I have for you is, so my fiance uh, does not want to move from, from where we are now, like, I'm not even talking West Coast. Just does not want to move. Hmm. Do I do I bring it up to her that that something might be in play because it's going to be like four or five years down the road, or do we wait until we get to that point? I think you wait till you get a little closer, man. You don't want to be scaring nobody early. And women, they'll start packing early. Shit, she'll have all your shit packed. You know what I'm saying? You won't be able to. You know, you won't be able to get a damn soup spoon for the next five years, and you don't even know if you're going. She's like, it's in the box. It's in the box. You know, you're looking for a hat or a summer uh, shirt. You know, something kind of almost strapless summer shirt or whatever. And you can't, you know, it's all in the box, everything. So you don't want to be living out of boxes just because, you know, even if she does start preparing, if she comes around, because they'll pack everything. You know, I used to sleep overnight at my friend Scott's house when I was young. And his mom would make the bed. We'd be still in it. She was just a real clean freak. I'd be in the dang bed. She'd make it. What are you going to do today? I don't know. Try and get out this bed. You know, as I'm pinned down. So, and if your wife refuses to move, that ain't your wife, bro. That's a lady you used to know who's now having to support herself. That's who that is, Bobby. So, but I think you wait and evaluate a little bit closer, man. All right, let's get one more right here. Uh, here we go. What's up, Theo? This is uh, TK up here in Northeast Missouri. TK, and I used to know a fellow with a one-legged named TK. And uh, I don't know what it stood for, but who cares also what it stands for? Onward. Thank you for calling, man. Hey, I got a, a dilemma and I need you to help me solve it. My uh, my, my girlfriend, she drinks coffee all day. And, you know, she brushes her teeth and stuff all the time, but I just her breath don't don't smell right, and it drives me nuts. Mm. And I'm just, you know, kind of wondering how I should go about it. Should I just give her hints, or you know, should I tell her that her breath smells like Dookie, Mm-mm. or just be upfront about it? Uh, I don't know, man. Just let me know what uh, what you think I should do and help me with my problem. Praise God, brother. And thank you for reaching out to me today about this, man. And and this is an issue, I think, in a lot of communities. You know, uh, you know, uh, and actually, I, th- I think a lot of communities, it's different. A lot of Asian people don't have bad breath, really. You know, they got, they got that fang shui in them, baby, you know. They're all shanged up in their foie, bro. They really, 
you know, they're all, you know, they, they get, they, they just have, they eat small things and it's very digestible and they can, you know, they'll have a little bit of maybe ravioli or something, but they also follow it up with like an apple cider or something. You know, they're very, they drink out of small cups. They're really, so they're not just flooding the system, you know? A lot of black people and white people will just flood their system with fucking chicken nuggets and, you know, bullshit and all of this, milkshake. So, you let you, you notice a lot of bad breath in your culture, uh, Riley Mao? Um, I don't. I knew it. I knew that. Thank you, man. Um, but I would say this, if I dated a girl with bad breath, man, her, her, her breath got bad at night. And uh, and I was afraid to tell her anything. But I think if it's a girl you love and you're with constantly, I think you slip her a couple mints, you know. And then eventually you just say, hey, baby, your breath is not as good as it could be. And I want the most out of you. You know, I want to love you and smell you. And any woman, nobody's going to be mad if you tell them they have bad breath. But it is hard to do. But look, we back you, we support you, and uh, and I think that you can do it. So, I really believe that you can do it, brother. And and look, if somebody leaves you because they have bad breath, dude, fuck them. If they're like, I'm leaving you, then take your little freaking booty mouth and hit the road. You out here fucking swamp chatter, hit the road. So, it's a win-win situation. Now, unless you secretly low-key like having her have bad breath. And maybe that's what's going on as well. Um, I, uh, I gotta run. I gotta run. Uh, Riley Mao, thank you so much for being here. Let's, what would you, what, what would your last words be, Riley? Did you, did you get something? I'll just say, you know, I mean, if I can't, uh. If it is my last words and I can't, you know, have more words, I'll just be like, I'm out, y'all. Peace. Okay. There you go. Even if it's a slaying, you're at a park, somebody stabs you, you know. I mean, I can't go back in time. If they already stabbed me and I'm already dying, you know, why not go out with a bang? Yeah. I'm out, guys. Peace. Yeah. I like that kind of. It just kind of covers everything kind of. No matter where you're at, it's kind of okay. It's not really like a, abrasive to anyone. It's just like I'm out. Right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to keep you in my thoughts and prayers too to find a love of your life one day, Riley Mel. Thanks, man. You know, Definitely I believe that either. she's out there. Mm-hmm. Do you? Oh, she's out there somewhere. Oh, just yeah. don't know where, don't know when. Yeah. Well, she'll show up, man. Hopefully sooner than later, maybe. You think you're ready for it now? Oh, I'm ready. There you go. Now, those would be my last words, I think. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready for the Lord. I'm, I'm ready to hit that next level. I'm ready to warp zone. My last words I'm trying to think would be, uh, let me think. Somebody stab you or shoot you. I'll be like, gang, gang. 
Or maybe I'll be like, bitch, better have my money. One of those, man. I would hit him with that gang, gang, or bitch, better have my money. But the Diamond Poirier won, man. He won. And it was exciting. We went to an after party after. It was fun. They had, you know, the bottles, you know, just like people doing stuff, like a, a nice sign. It said Dustin, you know. And it's just cool to watch someone achieve their dream. There's something special about seeing somebody achieve a dream. I think whether it's big or small, it can be some kid getting a hit, hitting a baseball for the first time or even hitting it off the tee. You know, it could be somebody getting their first kiss or touching their first, you know, titty through electric fence like I did. You know, it could be somebody surviving a dog bite or, or making a casserole that their grandmother used to make. You know, it's just, it's beautiful seeing somebody live out a dream, big or small. That's what we're here for, man. I think sometimes it's just to bear witness to even life, which I'm sure was the dream of some higher power. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, baby, but I do know this, man, that I'm on the come up. And you guys can catch us here. We'll be back. We'll be back on another episode soon. Thank you so much for being a part of my life. You can get tickets at theovon.com slash tour. Uh, thank you so much for being a part of my life. And uh, and I mean that. You know, I'm lucky to be living out one of my dreams. And uh, and so much of that is because of uh, you guys. So I hope to meet each and every person that listens to this podcast in person sooner than later. And uh, you guys be good to yourselves. Uh, Riley Mount, thank you for coming in, brother. Thanks for having me, Theo. You bet, Bubby. All right, gang, baby, we out. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jonathan Kite, and welcome to Kite Club, a podcast where I'll be sharing thoughts on things like current events, stand-up stories, and seven ways to pleasure your partner. The answer may shock you. Sometimes I'll interview my friends. Sometimes I won't. And as always, I'll be joined by the voices in my head. You have three new voice messages. A lot of people are talking about Kite Club. I've been talking about Kite Club for so long, longer than anybody else. So great. Hi, sweetheart. Here's a deal. Anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody wanker. Jermaine. Oh, hi, I'll take a quarter pounder with cheese and a McFlurry. I think Tom Hanks just butt-dialed me. Anyway, first rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Second rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Third rule, like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or watch us on YouTube, yeah? And yes, don't worry, my Brad Pitt impression will get better.